What do financial stress and family drama have in common? The holiday season. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. If you are barely holding on this holiday season, this one's for you. Are you ready? Let's do this. I realized today that because the Anxious Therapist podcast has been a thing since early 2018, this is the third holiday season that I have been providing support to you on the podcast. And I just think that's so cool. But this year I did things a little bit different. I decided to go to my Instagram stories because that's where I love to hang out. So I love to connect with you. And I put up a question. Very simple. I just asked, what is your biggest struggle when it comes to the holiday season? Okay. Didn't ask anything about the pandemic. Didn't lead people a certain direction. I just said, what's your struggle? And obviously there were several very obvious themes financial stress, and family drama being at the top of the list. I happen to know a couple things about these topics, so we're going to talk about them today. And this episode in particular is for those of us who are hanging on by a thread this holiday season especially. The entirety of the year has been a bit of a struggle, if I might say so myself. Uh, But then you throw in a holiday where we're quote unquote supposed to feel nothing but joy, right? It's a winter wonderland and there's lights and music and family time and good food and gifts and some people get to travel and, and there's drama and conflict and overspending and eating too much food and spending time with toxic people or there's isolation. This is a difficult season of life for a lot of people. And and so I'm speaking to all of you today. I feel very blessed. You know, I've I've shared a lot about my personal family dynamics. And at the end of the day, I have really amazing people who support me unconditionally. And so I'm going to speak today from a place of understanding and empathy for those people who don't receive that. Okay, because I got my fair share of family drama. Don't get it twisted. But I also have gotten really great at setting boundaries, advocating for myself, right, and doing what's best for me. And I know a lot of you are still in people-pleasing mode and you want to make sure that everybody else has a really great holiday and usually that's at your own expense, financially, emotionally, mentally, or otherwise. So I want to chat today about some of the common themes that came up from that Instagram poll, okay, and how you can 
take care of yourself, how you can move through this holiday season. Because if you're anything like my husband, you probably just want it to be over. <laughs> okay. It's, it's stressful picking out the perfect gift and, and spending time with everybody, right? Like my husband and I have to travel to go see everyone else of our family. They don't do that, right? We go to them. And so we always make the joke that when we have kids, we're going to hold them hostage. And if anybody wants to see them on the holidays, they can come to our house because we we travel every year. Uh, we have several, you know, I have a blended family. He has, you know, his family. So my in-laws and between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we spend a lot of time in the car. And and that's not my preferred way to spend the holiday. But it's it's a decision that we make and a sacrifice that we make to see the people that we love. So if you're anything like us, here are some things that you can be doing this holiday season to take away a little bit of that stress. If you know anything about me, you know I love a good journal prompt. So the first thing I'm going to do is encourage you to whip out your journal and write this down. If I were able to partake in the holiday season in a way that felt good for me, what would it look like? If I were able to partake in the holiday season in a way that felt good for me, what would it look like? And reflect on that for a little bit, okay? Would you spend money that you don't have if it were up to you to get gifts for people that, you know, your mom already has 27 throw blankets, okay? Your dad doesn't need another hammer or a mug that says, I got this from my favorite child, right? They don't fucking care about that shit. They just don't. I'm sorry. Even your kids, okay? You are busting your ass, spending seven different paychecks trying to get them the perfect gifts when they probably had one thing on their list that they were really looking forward to. But you're putting yourself into debt and and into all of this strain to try to make it above and beyond, you're living beyond your means right now. And I, I know a thing about that. I have a very successful business, a, a few of them actually. And I often find myself living, trying to live my life now how I anticipate it will be a year or five years from now, right? So then I have to slow my roll and go, okay, okay, I know we're having some success in the business, but slow down. Okay, live now. We still have debt and and things to take care of. So don't get ahead of ourselves. Okay, so I want to just really challenge you, whether it's, you know, reflecting on who do you really want to spend time with? Who do you really want to say, look, you're important to me and I'd love to spend the day together. If it were just up to you, what would that look like? Now, you really have to fight this as you're reflecting because that people-pleasing part of your brain is going to go, well, I should see everybody. You know, they love me. They bought gifts for me. It, it would just be disrespectful. Not No, in this reflection, we're just asking ourselves if it were solely up to me. Because I'm not asking you to be an inconsiderate asshole and just boycott the holidays because that's best for you, right? We can be considerate of other people's feelings and the fact that people love us and want to spend time with us on the holidays and still have in our mind what we would like it to be. Because once you reflect on what you want it to be, what would be ideal for you, then we can find a middle point. We can find that halfway ground that says, okay, this is what other people would like for me. Here's what I want for me. And what's the middle ground? 
Okay, so um, it's really important to me that I get amazing gifts for everybody and everybody else just wants to spend time with me. What's the middle ground, right? Okay, well, I will spend some money to travel to get to be with the people that I love uh, and then I'll do homemade gifts, right? My poor family, I'm not crafty. I'm not artistic. It's just not my jam, but I try every year and then they end up with these like horrific gifts. So if you're my family member and I've made you something and you would rather not put it out this holiday season or you'd, you know, if it fell in the fire, you know, on Christmas, that that's fine. It happens. I, I understand. I'm, it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> okay. But reflect on what you want for you. You can take some time to think about other people's expectations of you, and then you find the middle ground. Okay, that's your that's your first prompt for me today. The second thing I'd like you to do, and this is something that I teach my clients, is to cope ahead of time. Okay, what do I mean by that? You know you have that toxic family member and you are going to have some degree of interaction with them this holiday season. Maybe they say something to you. Maybe they drink a little bit too much wine. Maybe they trigger you in some way, something about it. You know, you, you, you tend to have healthy, unhealthy interactions with this person. Okay. You know that that's going to happen. We can, we can kind of predict that because given past years, that's been the case. Okay, great. We know there's family drama. Coping ahead of time means preparing ourselves for it. Now this is different than worst case scenario, right? We're not feeding into our anxiety going, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? No, we're saying, It is likely that someone's going to say something to upset me. What am I going to do about it? What is my plan? How am I going to prepare? One thing that I like to do to cope ahead of time is make sure my mental health is in a really good space. So I try to eat really well, okay? I know there's lots of goodies around right now, but I know what sugar does to my mental health and my body and how it makes me feel, right? So I'm going to try to stay, you know, on my good nutrition that makes me feel energized and satisfied and so that I don't, you know, I'm not eating cookies for breakfast, right? But I'm also going to enjoy the goodies. I'm also going to have hot cocoa. I'm not saying limits. This has nothing to do with diet or your body or anything like that. I just know myself. And when I eat sugar, I get irritable. I get jittery. I'm more anxious. Okay, so I'm going to just pay attention to my nutrition. That's me coping ahead of time. I'm also going to move my body. I'm going to keep up with whatever workout program I'm doing, because I love that. And it keeps me sane. Okay, that's me coping ahead of time. I'm gonna bring my journal with and my book. Okay, when we go uh, visit family, I'm gonna have those two things with me so that I can take a break if I need to. Hey, listen, this is my vacation too, right? I know it's Christmas and I'm supposed to spend it with all y'all, but I need a break. So I'm gonna bring my book so that, you know, or if we're sitting quietly and hanging out and people are talking, I can just remove myself, go to the corner, read my book for a little bit, get a break. I'm an introvert. I need that time to recharge. I'm also going to bring my journal so that when I feel like punching somebody in the face, I can take that second or that, you know, time before I go to bed and journal it out because I know that works for me. Yours might be music, you know, prepping a playlist so that when you're struggling, when you find yourself being triggered, when your family is in drama, you're going to plug in and take a break. Okay. You're going to listen to your favorite playlist. Coping ahead of time also looks like how am I going to set boundaries, right? I don't love to be around excessive drinking. Okay, I love to throw a few back every now and again, but especially on the holidays, 
it seems that the drama increases after the drinks start flowing and I'm not about it. So I'm going to be careful about how we plan our time with our family so that I'm with people not during prime drinking hours. Okay, that's something I have to do with my family. And that's a choice and a boundary that I make for myself to cope ahead of time so that I don't end up in a situation that I don't want to be in. That's how you cope ahead of time. That's how you prepare. Setting the boundaries themselves. I think a lot of you are afraid to quote unquote set boundaries because you think it has to be this knockdown, drag out, you know, family therapy session where you're like, you trigger me and this is this and I'm setting this boundary when really it just looks like more internal. You're just setting the boundary for yourself and following through on it. It, it absolutely does not have to be announced. It doesn't have to be this big thing, this, this scene that happens, okay? Your uncle starts spewing about politics and you don't want to sit there and take it or, or engage with him. You simply set a boundary to remove yourself, right? You could say, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to get some fresh air or I'm going to go get a, a refill on my juice or anything, You don't even have to say why you're leaving. You don't have to say, I'm not going to engage with you, but you can if you'd like. Okay? So cope ahead of time. You know what to expect from your family, from your in-laws. Plan ahead of time. And last but not least, no matter what your struggle is, please try to keep perspective. Okay? If you're celebrating Christmas, it's two days. It is two days out of the entire year. Okay, And if this year you are choosing to set a boundary to not spend time with people because of the pandemic, great. Okay, That can be a great choice for you and you can grieve that, right? That you're going to miss your people. You're going to miss your family and your friends that you would normally see. And know that this is two days out of our entire life. So keeping it in perspective, whether that's suffering through it a little bit with our families and and trying to just survive or really enjoying it. Either way, we're putting so much pressure on two days of our life, right? Two days that come every year, okay? Think about it. I don't even, I'm not good at math, but like if it's only two days of your life every year and there's 365 days a year, I mean, in your whole lifetime, do the holidays even add up to a year? What would that be? No, not even. Not even close. So in the grand scheme of things, sometimes it just helps to think about the bigger picture. Do those reflections, right? What do I want this season to look like for me? And how can I cope ahead of time? How can I make sure that I'm taking care of myself so that this doesn't become a source of significant stress in my life. It's okay to set boundaries. It's not it's not just okay, it's necessary. Your mental health comes first. And I've said it before, and I've probably said this the last two holiday seasons before now on the podcast. But if anybody in your family knew about your mental health and the strain this was putting on you, I have to imagine that they wouldn't want that for you. So if that meant fewer Christmas gifts, if that meant less time together, if that meant, you know, different boundaries, I have to believe that they would support that. And if not, 
But then we have a whole other issue that goes far beyond the holidays and setting boundaries with these toxic people in your life. Okay, and you can get more information about that from other episodes. But this is your starting point. We're about a week out from the holidays. You have time to do these reflections and set the boundaries that are going to be best for you. And I'm really going to challenge you to do that. Whatever you decide this season, I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you a safe and happy holiday season. You guys are like my family. And if I could spend it with all of y'all, I would. Thank you for letting me be a little part of your life this year and moving forward. It's humbling. It's an honor. And might I just add, I'd like to just end this episode by letting all of you know that we are only a couple thousand downloads away from 250,000 total downloads. That's incredible. To me, that screams the need for safety and validation and a safe space to be okay with your mental health and heal. And I'm for it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I wish you a very happy holiday and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.